That's not how the music goes. We didn't, like, I'm not reading music. This is an improvisation. Oh, I was doing the, the Shape of Water music from the beginning. You know, when the credit's rolling and you're, under, you're underwater. Well, Ross, it was so bad that I didn't fucking realize that. I'm sorry. I really hope you take that back, because I will drive down to Atlanta and beat you up. Darlings! Darlings, how are we doing <laughs> oh, today? it's Dylan's, Dylan's Darlings! Back. That's what we oh. were forgetting, Caleb. You were, wait, uh, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Are we, D- are we talking Dylan. about a Green Book? Are we talking about Green Book this week? Well, Dylan, we, well, were, we un- talked about Green Book last week. Yeah, that was the last one. You fuckers you... did what? You skipped out on we me. Schedule these. We to... schedule these. Who skipped out on who? Who skipped Excuse out? Excuse me. Oh my God. Who, who you was knew here? I was going no, 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 on no, no, no. a date. No. Hush, weed. Hush, weed. Hush. This <laughs> is. I okay, sorry. Had, I had a romantic getaway with The Undertaker planned out in two weeks' time. And then you guys decided to record an episode without me? No, no, without no, 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 your no, no, no. angriest boy. You decided to record an episode about the stupidest movie, one of them, who has ever won a Best Picture nom. Angriest boy or not, we have <laughs> deadlines. We have a release schedule. We got to keep on top of these things. Well, yeah, I'm if you, sorry if you that, here. Oh, yeah? Yeah? How much movie's ass pained you exactly? Huh? Hey. How much? Um, well, we, we have an ass update. If you guys want to hear ass, we, we, I believe the binge no, podcast no, received No, no, you, you all went on without me to yell about Green Book, so I get to yell about but, Green okay. Book. We'll, we'll circle back to the ass thing, but... Um, I want to yell about Green Book. Please, go, go for, for it. it. Yes, oh please. my god, this movie is atrocious. Like, literally, I went full Stefan there for a moment, but you did literally, full Stefan. <laughs> this, <laughs> this movie is a goddamn travesty of an entirety thing. Okay, okay, so I looked this up before anything. This one had best cinematography? Nominated. Uh, not. Wait, no, it didn't. It didn't win cinematography. It did win, but it had it had it nominated, right? Also, editing. Yeah, it got nominated for editing. One editing. There is no editing. Right. That's what I was fucking saying. It's just shots after shot after simple shot. God damn it! There is nothing. There is legitimately nothing that made this interesting in terms of an editorial standpoint. Oh, Caleb, I missed him. Yeah, you know, there is a certain dimension that he brings to the table. It's just really rage! Miss. It's just rage! I'm the barbarian of the group! God damn it! <laughs> I will rage! I will hit things! And it will be done! For some... For like a half a second, I thought he would be calm coming back from, uh, you know, his week or two with The Undertaker. Yeah. And uh, he's not. No, which yeah. I guess It's not because the be romantic engagement is off! <laughs> I stole his money and ran. I hope he doesn't find me ever. But beside the point, I'm talking about a shit movie. This yeah, movie I... was shit! Vigo's words and accent was shit. You use Mahersha Ali in this movie and it is shit. And he is wasted on this movie. He is wasted, goddammit. He is the main character, goddammit. I do not want to hear shit about how him is a fucking, like, supporting actor. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Caleb, Dylan just brings a certain level of nuance and subtlety to the program. We really missed that last (laughs) week. (laughs) We missed his intellectual contribution, that's for sure. I think I'm probably covering some stuff you've already talked about, but I wouldn't know. I never listened to we the podcast, Wink. About 50 minutes on it last week. Yeah, last um, week was the longest episode yet, dude. 
Oh because my you're not there to yell at us for taking too long. Oof! Also, I'll take that. I'll take that shot. I'll take that shot. I'll take it in the ribs. I'll take it in the ribs. Boom! You also missed the Paddington discussion. But we filled him in on that. Yeah. He's on board. He's on I am always What's down that? for Paddington. But I miss that? That makes me angrier than anything else in this goddamn world. Fuck Green Book. Dylan. Paddington for king. Dylan, do you need a hug <laughs> from Paddington? I or, need or, a lot of me. things. You're too far away for a hug. Caleb, you're really too far away from a hug. So Caleb, ass. Yeah, we got an email from ass. Um, things, uh, they stand by their endorsement. They thanked us for reading uh, their endorsement message on the air. They enjoyed that. Um, and they say in this email that one issue was unforeseen by ass. However, people have realized that they can listen to the Binge Picture podcast wherever they get their podcasts. Um the new episodes have been boring as ever, and as a direct result of this, we have seen an alarming decline in clientele over the past week. People are no longer coming to see sleep doctors, as they are instead self-medicating with the Binge Picture podcast. Um, and so they say that they asked us to read this little uh, copy edit for them on air to try and recuperate some of their lost union membership. Um, Dylan, have you heard <clears> So this I gotta yet? read this. No. I skimmed the email they sent us, so... Uh... I know. What's I, wanted, so I, gotta, I wanted. To be, I wanted my raw take on ass endorsing us for a second time. Oh, it's okay, not just Dylan, ass this time. Dylan wants the raw ass. I, okay, mm-hmm. um, I'll take it raw. So, I'll take it raw. <laughs> all right. So I got to do this. Like they, they, they really stressed enthusiasm because um, they want this to be good. So, all right, you guys. <clears throat> Are you a struggling sleep doctor? Are you just a guy or a girl who has trouble sleeping? Are you sick of spending your weekends afraid and alone? Well, come on down to the American Sleep Study Society's hectare of live entertainment. What? Yes. The Ass H-O-L-E is 100 acres of family-friendly live music, games, and good times. This year's asshole will be situated just over off I-80 outside of Teaneck, New Jersey. With over 1,000 vendors, it's the most fun hole in the Northeast. Come on in to the annual asshole, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, June 28th through the 30th. And remember, for a whole of a good time, call ass. (laughs) And then they say, for more information, you can email um, thesleepstudysociety at gmail.com. No, the, just sleepstudysociety at gmail.com. So hopefully that helps um, promote some union membership for you guys at ass and uh, we look forward to doing business with you in the future thank you ass for another wonderful endorsement caleb thank you for a fantastic read now yeah. gentlemen we watched yeah, I will shape also of water say, this week right we did watch shape of water yeah. if your um organization would like to advertise on the binge picture podcast send us an email um we'd love to have you at a binge picture pod at gmail.com that's right I, I don't um, need an endorsement from ass real quick as I drink my booze. Please do not. This No, Dylan, this week was asshole we got the endorsement from. Oh. Well, no, we're still being endorsed by ass, but they're having well, the no, whole no, event. Well, no, 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 no. In my opinion, it's ass, so it's A-S-S-S colon H-O-L-E. Tell well, me I'm yeah, wrong. Just I mean, so you're aware, we're eight minutes into this episode and... We have had then we zero. keep going. Then we keep going. This is gold, man. This is gold. <laughs> Ross, it was also, it's a good week for Ross's Everywhere. The Friends reunion special comes out very soon. I thought it, no, came, it came out it was, today. It was out today. It was today. It came out okay, today. I don't really give a shit, but it's a good uh, good week for Ross's. Hot take there. Yeah. Caleb gives no shit about a show that was 20, 
seven years old. I don't give a fuck. You're going to do a reunion show? Do it like Curb Your Enthusiasm did. Anyway, um, we watched The Shape of Water this week. Yes, we did. Correct. You guys, should we get into it? 90th Best Picture winner. I feel like we need a bit of a a bit of a um, not a, a palate cleanser, not a palate cleanser, just a spoiler, or just like a bit of a, like a heads up. Um, I'm a huge Guillermo del Toro slut, so oh boy, I'm gonna suck this thing's dick hard. Is it okay if it has scales? You know, I've never really endure. I'm, I'm I don't kink shame here, so you know, I'm down for any new sexual adventures. <laughs> right on, right on. It has scales. Um, spoiler alert. So this this film came out in 2017, and as Dylan says, it is directed by Guillermo 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 del Toro. Um, such a yes. good director, a fantastic director. Like he is, he's the king of monsters. He's got a he's hey, got Ross, a look at me. Yeah, Ross, look at me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Admit you're a slut for Guillermo del Toro too. Dude, I, freely, I know I'm not the only one. I freely admit this, man. He's one of my favorites. He's got a new movie coming out this year. Good, good. Good. Comes out in December, Good. I think. Nightmare Alley. Ooh. It's got Kate Blanchett and uh, Bradley Cooper. Ooh, that sounds fun. I haven't heard anything. I don't watch trailers anymore because they reveal it, it, too much. Nothing's out except it's, it's a remake of a, a I, movie I from love the 40s. movies. Trailers piss me off. You know what trailer did not piss me off this week? What's that? Last night in Soho. Holy we'll fuck. We'll get back that to that good. at the end. Mm. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back we'll, to that at the we'll end. We'll circle back to that because we have to talk about Shape of Water. But <laughs> oh my God, Last Night in Soho looks incredible. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <clears throat> Everyone froze no, 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 for a no, no. moment. So, and I heard someone yelling. It might have been my neighbor. I don't know what's going on. Um, okay. Anywho. They want to know how to get endorsed by ass, too. They do. They're like, wow, we want to we advertise on your podcast, asshole next door. <laughs> Eliza uh, is our protagonist in The Shape of Water. Played She's by played by Sally Hawkins. Amazing actor. Um, also in Paddington. Fantastic. Also in Paddington. Yeah, also in Paddington. We're connecting the dots. We're connecting universes. I'm going to connect every movie we do from now on to Paddington. To Paddington. <laughs> I'm for it. Eliza is a janitor at a top secret government research center. Um, she she doesn't say much. She's mute. Um, she was an orphan found with three scars on the side of her neck, kind of like gills. Um, and the Cold War is raging on, and one day a mysterious tank... Not like a military tank, like a tank, like an aquarium tank, is delivered to the facility. And um, Eliza and her coworker Zelda, who is Octavia Spencer, another g- great actress. I, I believe she um, got a, a supporting actress nod for this film. She was really good. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, they're cleaning the lab, and they discover that this tank that got delivered holds an amphibious humanoid fish man. Um, who's played by Doug Jones, Chirp Chirp, Ball State chirp, alumni. Chirp Ball State! Chirp Chirp, yep, fuck yep. Ball State. But don't fuck Doug Jones. He's no, great. Doug Jones is he great. Loved, Love him to death. Doug Jones is really good. Love him to um, death. Okay, so anyway, the government wants to study this fish man to gain an upper hand in the Cold War, and the man in charge of doing that is Colonel Richard Strickland, played by Michael Shannon, who is very creepy. Oh, um, in other so, words, a Michael Shannon role. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> Exactly. <clears throat> um, so they're performing what are apparently very cruel experiments on the fish man, and uh, one day Strickland comes running out of the lab, having had two of his fingers bitten off, um, and Eliza and Zelda see this, and they're sent in to clean up all the blood, but Eliza becomes infatuated with the fish man and begins trying to befriend him and begins visiting him in secret. But like I said, it's the Cold War, so of course there must be Russian spies. 
And um, one of the scientists working in this lab is Dr. Robert Hofstetler. Yeah, Bob Hofstetler. Bob! uh, The actor's name is Michael Stuhlbarg. Love that guy. um, He's in a lot of things. Yeah, he was in, I think, two Best Picture nominees this year. Maybe three. This this year, particularly? I know he was in Call Me By Your Name, and I feel like he was in one other Best Picture nominee this year. Oh, my God. Research department, go! I have the research department. (laughs) Hey, 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 uh, Roger. Can you look that up for us, Roger? We hired it. We hired a guy. We did. Thanks, Roger. Well, yeah, we we did. Did you not get my emails? Like shit. The post. Anyway, Roger while says we wait the on, post. While we wait on Roger, Doctor Robert Hofstetler. Roger is says at, the goddamn post. Oh, the post. Thanks, Roger. Appreciate it. Don't get me stuck, Roger. Listen, the post is a shit movie. How dare it? How dare it? <laughs> Are we Roger, fi- chill. Are we firing Roger? We- no, I'm just we- going to fight Roger in the alley like I do every day. You just got to make sure Roger never gets on, gets a hold of a microphone. He's a fucking idiot. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dr. Robert Hofstetler is actually Dmitry Mosinkov, um, who, upon hearing of the plans to dissect the fish man while it's still alive, receives orders from the Kremlin to euthanize it. Um, except Eliza hears about these plans, too, and she's kind of digging the fish man so she enlists the help of her neighbor giles um who was uh, it wait was it giles or giles oh, shit. i think it's giles i'm pretty sure okay. it was giles i'm pretty sure okay. it's giles this is like the whole gif or jif thing i never know what to say <laughs> giles okay who is uh played by richard jenkins and also, um the two of them also also got a, an oscar nomination for this as well very cool Subin supporting yes supporting he was not a lead, Dylan. He was a neighbor. Um, <laughs> so he, uh, Giles and Eliza try to break the fish man out and save him from the diabolical Colonel Strickland. Um, and they plan, they launch a plan to sneak him out in the laundry, which by happenstance ends up interfering with Mazenkov's plans to put the fish man out of its misery. And Mazenkov ends up helping Eliza get away with the fish man, who she takes home and deposits in her bathtub. And it's also important to note that um, uh, Dr. Hofstetler does not want to kill the fish man. No, he does not. He no, wants. Yeah. He very he's much very morally a, conflicted. He's very much a scientist in this world where yeah, you just, he just. He wants to keep him He alive. wants to see it live. He's a scientist. Mm-hmm. He wants to study it. He wants to. He has no need to, like, kill it. No, none. Yeah. He's very into the fish man as well. Giggity. Um, which, how could you not, not giggity, but just like, it's a fucking humanoid, ma- like, f- amphibian guy. For it's those like who Kermit need a translation. With muscles. It's a triton from D&D. Uh, yeah, that's actually a pretty, that's actually a not too bad comparison, actually. My nerd powers know no bounds. <laughs> um, so they help Eliza to hide the fish in the, the fish, the fish man in the bathtub in her bathtub and her plan is to hide him there for a few days until it can rain enough for the nearby canal to fill and connect to the ocean where eliza will set him free which sounds great but this is a wild amphibian man and giles catches him giles catches him eating one of giles's cats and the fish man gets scared and runs away causing quite a panic because there is a wild fish man on the loose in um in maryland 
Um, well, there's just so not much of a widespread panic. It's mostly just Giles and Eliza. In a building. In it's in building. a building. Yes. Well, yes, but there's like, oh, fuck, the fish man is on the loose, and I'm going to get in huge shit because of this, because I'm not supposed to have fish man in my bathtub. I, um, he spo- I'm supposed to legally like represent all of my tenants in the place. My I'm, landlord will be furious. I'm pretty sure that would break the lease agreement. Yeah, she... Well, yeah. Although, to be fair, Giles also had a shit ton of cats, and I know most apartments don't allow you to have that many cats. Homie, let's be honest. Most people who have pets have more than the two that are recommended or uh, yeah, restricted. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> don't look I'm at my apartment. I'm going to go out on a limb. But yeah, exactly. I, my apartment complex has no idea I have cats, and I'm going to keep <laughs> it that way. Um, so, and they, all, they also almost got out the other day, and I was having an Eliza moment. I was oh, like, no. fish man. The fish man is out the on the fish- loose in the building. <laughs> we get that Fuck. tax later. I'm getting the in so much out. trouble. The fish men are out. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Eliza and the fish man continue to bond. And uh, they do the hanky-panky. Bestiality, kids. We the don't judge in Guillermo del Toro movies. You, if you, if you, it's a fairy tale. Come on. If... If you didn't have a Y boner when that scene happened, are you really enjoying a Guillermo del Toro movie? <laughs> I had no such Y boner, yeah, I, and I, I, I enjoyed not... this movie immensely, but yeah. I... Uh... This is then you guys aren't clearly enjoying the art of this movie. Mm, I think I enjoyed it. I oh, just, yeah. Uh, uh, flaccid, very... <laughs> um, <laughs> incredibly... Um, yeah, it's weird. It is weird, but it's love and love. Uh, love conquers all. Precisely. Uh, so meanwhile, as this is all going on over at the U.S. government, everyone is running around with their heads cut off, screaming like Michael Scott. Um, <laughs> Strickland begins to be suspicious of Hofstetler slash Mazenkov and tails him as he's on his way to meet his Soviet bosses, and he realizes, oh, fuck, this guy is a spy. And he shoots him and the two uh, Soviet bosses and tortures Hofstetler into revealing that Eliza and Zelda are responsible for the theft of the fishman. He harasses Zelda until her husband tells him that Eliza has the asset at her apartment in her bathtub. And Eliza's like, oh boy. Eliza's um, like, you son of a bitch. Why did I marry you? Well, Zelda. Zelda. Oh, Zelda. Sorry, sorry. My bad. Um, so Princess Zelda, um, calls Eliza and is like, hey, Strickland's coming. So she hurriedly takes the fish man to the canal with, uh, Giles to release him early. And as they're saying goodbye to each other, and that's all sad, Strickland arrives and shoots both the amphibian man and Eliza. <clears throat> but the asset has regenerative properties and he heals himself very dramatically before slashing Strickland's throat and he grabs a lifeless Eliza, dives into the ocean where he heals her and causes her neck scars to open up like gills and the two embrace and love together amphibious and live happily ever after. The end. End of podcast. We're done. Well, no, end of plot summary part of podcast. So um, I wasn't so... supposed to stop recording? <laughs> Damn it, Dylan. Again? This is why we ship you off to the Undertaker. No, this is why I go on romantic dates. Get it right. <laughs> okay. Uh, what'd you guys think? Um, it's oh, it's favorite. utterly fantastic. It is my favorite movie we've watched so far. Like, Really? Yeah, my favorite movie we've watched so far. 
Damn. You mean okay. Green Book wasn't your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I have loved this movie since it came out. I saw it, I think, twice in the theater. You did. We've had multiple. Wow. We've had discussions about this. Yeah, I, I saw it twice in the theater. We should I tell them a... how we watched it twice. <laughs> oh, that was the year. Of, that was the year of uh, fucking movie the movie pass. pass. The year that of the was... movie uh, pass. Yes, the business uh, that was like was... revolution dies with the idea that you need money to survive. As that a was business. the best because I some know. really rich smart guy was like, "I'm going to subsidize all your movie tickets until I'm literally bankrupt," and that's exactly what he did. Yeah. But like, and the... we. We love him. There was like a month, there was a month between when I graduated and when I got the job I have. So in between job interviews, I would just go see a movie every fucking day for a month. And I, I saw <laughs> it's perfect. It was yeah, it was the all, best. It was amazing. And I saw Green Book twice because I why. Well, no, not Green Book. Not Green Book. Sorry, Shape of Water. Whoa. I saw Shape I of Water twice. I was gonna say Jesus Christ. Damn. Oh my Jesus. God. Poser. Fucking poser, Ross. I saw Shape of Water. He actually uh, loved the idea of a fucking terrible the cops aren't racist in the North <laughs> movie. Oh, yeah, I saw, uh, moving I saw on, sh- moving on. We watched a good movie this time. Yeah. We watched a good we watched uh, see a great Dylan's movie. back, he keeps us on track. Yeah, but I uh I have... No, I I I make sure we go off track, but then I immediately course correct. <laughs> yeah, but I own this one on Blu-ray. It's one of my favorites. Um I just I fucking love it. It's so good. From start to finish, it is really good. I love this movie. I love, I love the the world it builds. It's so like surreal, but also very familiar, it, and I I love that. But that's Guillermo del Toro. For yeah, I feel yeah. like this, like in terms of world building, was very like, and I'm gonna be weird here, mundane. But like the idea that creatures exist have always like kind of like existed in human history, like with Bigfoot and like Loch Ness monster, like. But like this just felt like, oh, this is one of the things that the government does want to know. Or like we don't want to talk about, you know? Well, yeah, that's the fucking plot. But what did you say about world building? Because I thought it was immaculate. Like there's, it's mundane. Like why is it mundane? Because I, there's, there's I not a I, lot. It's so there's I not get, a lot. Right. Like I get where Dylan's coming from because it's, it, it's just this one little off detail that's plopped into the normal world. It's not yeah exactly. He doesn't. It's not this huge, massive, grand scale kind of thing. It's just no, 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 no. It is but the real it was world. So, with it's the real world. Things are weird. There's this. For, the lighting is very formalistic. I think mm-hmm. um, all the reds and the greens. And for me, the scene where like there's the, uh, Eliza comes home from her shift one day and like a factory burned down and it's a candy factory and Giles is like it smells like hot cocoa and it's just so like fantastical in those little details but it still is very familiar and very, it's very much like Maryland but I think the way it's portrayed is in, in the formalistic lighting and the and the weird hallway that she lives in where the doors meet each other on a perfect diagonal and there's no space between the doors between Giles and hers apartment. Like, that those was, sort of details. That is such a Del Toro-looking well, no, that's, hallway. That's just design. It's not world-building. It's design. When it comes to world-building, it comes to filling in things that, like, are different. I'm not talking about world-building. You were! In... You were literally talking about world-building! Or world-design, okay. or <clears throat> something like that. Middle of a sentence, you asshole. Um, Shit, by the way... <clears throat> Speaking of assholes, the Hector of Live Entertainment. I was going to say. Last weekend in June. Um, buy your tickets. But, I, um, but the, it's it's not world building as in, like, 
a mythology or that sort of thing. It's just like in portraying and designing. Well, no, that like that's different. The, that's different in a sense because when world you, building. No, when you it's think the world of world building, in. you think of it as like you're establishing like this new idea, like a Middle Earth or like um, not a grand fantasy sort of thing, but like well, no, every but that's film what builds a world. That's sometimes it's the think. exact same world you see in real life, and sometimes it's a little bit different. And this was very formal in the way it was a little bit different. I'm gonna say I, it's, I enjoyed it, so shut up. I've got to say it's fun to I be on the sidelines for an argument for once. What? Huh? It's fun to be on the sidelines for an argument for once. I just sit back letting y'all go. My, <laughs> welcome to my world where I just like I just sip here like sipping booze and I just go Um, let me say something uh radical. Mm. And then I would say something radical and then you'd be like, ah blah, blah, blah. and I'd be like, I can be quiet for another five minutes. Uh excellent. <laughs> I think this movie is, it has that trademark Guillermo del Toro kind of charm to it. Yeah. Where but it also has, oh, sorry, I'll shut the fuck up. It, it, you know, it's this very mature subject matter. I mean, it's like, it, it's like a spiritual successor to Pan's Labyrinth in a way where it's this very. Mm-hmm. My man. My uh, man. It, it's this very dark and mature subject matter, but there's just this sense of wonder and involvement in it that you just get sucked in and it's you you're you're in you're you are locked in and you care about these characters so much and the one little detail is that she works night shifts yeah i love that because every Mm -hmm. time she goes into this labyrinth which it's i mean to call back pan's labyrinth she goes into this fucking giant maze that's dark and it's a it's a research facility that's all underground and top secret and she comes out and it's still dark. Yeah. And you never really see the sun. I love it. And, like, so that's a perfect, like, um, I'm going to get the phrase I'm using here wrong. Like, I want to say just, like, analogy or, like, allegory or something like that. Where it's, like, mainly for the characters involved. Like, for Eliza, for, um, what's Olivia Spencer's? fucking character Octavia Spencer Octavia Spencer. Zelda Zelda I figured it was that but I couldn't remember it was Zelda and then it's um Giles who have mm-hmm. like this kind of like like um this, they're they're always living in the dark of who they truly are like for obviously it's yeah. Zelda it's for this idea that she's black and it's the 60s and we still haven't moved on as a society in 21st century but beside the point um it still holds on to this idea that she can't really just be accepted as a black woman and like again we're three white guys talking about this so <laughs> um and then with giles he can't fully come out that he's gay like yeah, yeah. he can't be accepted for that these characters um, can't in the daylight these characters can't and, be who they really no, are in the and nighttime, it's night though is, they're yeah they're they're who they are they're like it's perfectly this idea of like so many people live their lives in fear and so many people live their lives in like the night because they know in the daytime they'll be prosecuted and we see that perfectly with Giles when he goes to the diner and he meets the bartender there and we see one he's a racist so fuck him but two we also see that he's not he's not gay and then you have these you have those two characters uh, Octavia Spencer Zelda and uh, Giles and they're juxtaposed with a literal fish person who is and the who is the basically the pinnacle of oh that ain't human? What the fuck are the, we gonna do with that? The pinnacle of I am scared to be who I am. And exactly, I am a fucking fish. Like it's it's very profound. Yeah, I, I, and I that's love the commentary. It's the commentary, and it's also I feel like a hundred percent what Del Toro was going for. It, uh, oh, hold, it was very calculated. Yes. Can we have one second. I need to unplug my headphones just real quick. 
Yeah, I'll okay. pause real quick. Beep, 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 beep. I'm not pausing the recording. No, yeah, uh, no, 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 no. I wasn't saying pause the recording. No pausing the recording? No. Fuck. Okay, well, I pause it for a second, so <laughs> Ross, have fun editing that. Do we want to sync clap again? No, it's fine. No, it's okay. it's fine. We'll work it out. Uh, my, for some reason, the audio is real fucked coming through on my end. But <clears throat> Welcome back to Binge Picture Podcast, where it's like throwing shit at a wall and listening to it dry. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> I think... Um, <laughs> what? That's the weirdest analogy I've heard of this thing yet. Out of your mouth too even, Caleb. I want to talk about how this is the probably second movie where Guillermo del Toro should have come home with best director or best picture. He's wanted he has best director written over a majority well, of his films though. It did win best picture. It won best picture I he got best picture. Well, no, he, Ross is wanting double win. He no, wants yeah, the double he crown. Should, he should have come mm. home with best picture, I think, in 2006 for Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. I think he should have. Because The Departed and Marty got best picture and director that year, which Boom. obviously Marty needed them. He deserved them before that. But Marty should have had those for Goodfellas or Raging Bull or Taxi Driver. Marty should have had that shit. Fucking raging bull, bro. Yeah, 20, 25, 30 years before this point. And then Guillermo should have got picture and director for Pan's Labyrinth. And I think this movie was kind of the Academy being like, okay, we should have given this to you a long fucking time ago. And this yeah. movie is incredible. I wouldn't have been mad. Yeah, I agree. This is, I have this a hot is a take for what movie. we think then. For, Dylan um, has a hot take. Breaking no, 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 no. This is like at the end when we're stopping the sucking of this movie's dick. I have a hot take. Okay, this movie's dick has gone nowhere near my mouth, but proceed. No, I'm doing the fellatio right now. That's all we need. No. Okay. You missed me, didn't you? Great all book was less then. was it was less as fun without me, wasn't it? Okay, no, I seriously, we need to fucking pause this real quick and restart the call because mm, the audio is so fucked coming through on my headphones right now. <gasps> audio no, it is, is fucked. So fucked. <laughs> Welcome back to the Binge Picture Podcast, where it's like pulling out your fingernails one by one. I like that. And technical yeah, we, difficulties yeah, we, will now play. <laughs> yeah, after after our technical difficulties, that is what that felt like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What we just did was pulling our fingernails out one by one and then dunking them in a mixture of salt and vinegar. Ow, and then why? sticking them back on. I want to clarify something. Ditching it was the not nails me. back to your fingers. It was Dylan's Ow. fault. What? Undertaker didn't come in here. We, we didn't have to... luscious sex. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, again, Patreon blue for real. So, anyways, no, no, um... no, no, that's on the OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> so we were uh, discussing um, how the double Toro crowd, sh- the double crowd. How, yes, how double Del Toro should have already had a best director win before The Shape of Water. He absolutely should have. And I, you guys, in a hot take, I think he should have taken that for Hellboy too. Hellboy 2, that's quite Hellboy a shout. T- Hellboy 2 is amazing, but I also know the Academy's track record with comic book movies. Yeah, well, one, and- honestly, if you want a, like, better, like, example of Guillermo del Toro's storytelling and, like, character development and directing, Hellboy 2 is his, one of the best films he's ever done in those categories. Just mm-hmm. because he knows what he's talking about, he knows how to make sure... It's good, and he also had a great cast who was, like, very efficient what he wanted to do. Ron Perlman's fantastic as Hellboy. Um, 
Abe, played by the same guy who's the fish guy, which I have a theory well, on that. Well, D- Doug Jones did the um, he did acting Abe. for it. He, he, did well, he did the motion for it. He didn't do the voice. The, the voice mo-cap. was David Hyde Pierce. He, no, it wasn't mocap. He was the guy in a suit. Yeah, he was in a suit. But they didn't, but they didn't use his voice. Huh, weird. Yeah, Doug Jones is like all practical. Everything he's ever yeah. done, I think. And he's done a lot of work with Guillermo. So, you know that um, how um, Christopher Nolan can't do a film without... Um, Michael Keaton. <laughs> Wait, what? Not Michael Keaton. Um, yeah, Michael Keaton. No. Not Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton hasn't... <laughs> no, the... Br- who's Alfred? Who's Alfred? Michael Caine? Thank you. Michael Caine's only in like three Christopher Nolan movies. He's in a lot of Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah, three. No, he's in five. <laughs> there, what, what, what are, okay, what are the other two? He's got the three ba- the three Batman movies. Prestige and Dunkirk. He's in Dunkirk? Yeah, oh, he's, he's the... He's the, he's the voice. The... He's the voice in the beginning. Uh, I've seen Dunkirk like once, so. I thought he was the guy on the boat. <laughs> there were a lot of guys on boats. <laughs> you have to be a little more very, specific. Not very specific. Too. Shit. Also, uh, the year that Hellboy 2 came out, Danny Boyle won for Slumdog Millionaire. Okay, okay so I'll, I'll, I'll shut the fuck up. That's the other thing is the competition in those particular years. And also, it's just not a, it's not an Academy-flavored film. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Shape of Water. Well, to be fair, The Shape of Water really isn't Michael either. Michael Caine's it, also in Interstellar. It, Sorry, I'll show the fuck up now. So and it? Inception. <laughs> and you're, just, you're just fucking looking at Michael Caine's filmography now. Roger, Roger, get us a list. Right okay, Ro- sir. No, Roger, that was fucking you, Dylan. Roger doesn't get microphone privileges. <laughs> he doesn't get microphone privileges. He's a fucking idiot, that's why. He's also <clears throat> in Tenet. Roger's um, in Tenet? No, um... <laughs> Michael Caine's Michael Caine. But Thanks, beyond Roger. the point, let's get back to it. Yeah, sorry. The, the shape else? of water. No, yeah, you go, Caleb. I'm sorry, go for it. I was uh, gonna. I was saying, no, you go. No, I go. Of... No, they go. No, no, <laughs> the, no. The fire ambulance <laughs> that <laughs> just crossed the way goes. Our chem, our, our our rhythm just got completely. We can all go at once. But the shape of water really isn't traditionally kind of what the academy goes for. They don't go for the weird. Yeah, it is sex movies. And it's not a sex. Well, no, the, so it, yeah, you're right. But when people think of Shape of Water, they think, oh, that's a movie with the fish sex. Yeah, it is quite a yeah. headline stealer. That's for sure. Well, no, that's mm, what that's every scary. cheap fucking Risky. celebrity article like the E or whatever the fuck went that's, with. It's like, there's bestiality in this movie. Um, but is it bestiality because is she really a human? Because she's an orphan. You mean, you mean, and she you mean has him? She gets, no, you mean him? Her. no, her. Oh. She gets killed. No, they cover that where it's like, if the fish person kisses you in the water, you get the gills and like, so... If the fish guy kisses you, you get gills. If the, if the fish guy kisses you, you become, become a, a fish human. Anyway, it, it's so fucking good, man. It's, no, it's great. great. You guys, what did you guys rate it? Oh, uh, easy. 9.5 out of 10. Mm, I'm, I gave it an 8.5. 9.5? 8.5? 9.2. <sighs> 9.2. <sighs> Dealing with a weird... We opened the door and we allowed this fucking. I told you not to let him do that. You did, and I was just like, eh, whatever. I thought he'd forget, to be honest with you. You want my hot take, though? You want my hot take? You want my hot take yet? Huh? You want it? You want it? You want it? You want it? Yes. This movie did not deserve Best Picture. What the? It was a good uh, year. There was a good year, and I know there are some movies that you can make a very good argument for. Um, Even at a nine point five, though, this is not my favorite Guillermo movie. Who gives Guillermo a fuck if it's your strong. favorite Guillermo del Toro movie? It didn't win Best Picture, so we ain't fucking talking well, about it. 
Pan, well, when we get to 2006, we will be talking about Pan's Labyrinth because Pan's Labyrinth is... The magic dice decide all, Ross. Oh, they will so not good. let you have Pan's Labyrinth. I'm rolling. Your rolling I'm privileges rolling. are revoked. I'm rolling. You rolled green book, motherfucker. I rolled shape I of water. I'm rolling this roll. week. I don't give a fuck what you rolled. I don't give a fuck what I rolled. You and I both know we can't control <laughs> um, the magic rocks. Either way, this is um our highest rated movie yet. 9.06. God damn it. We've opened the, like... Yeah, I told you not to let him do the weird decimals. Well, I, I thought told he'd you. You really gave did. me one tiny crack in your armor, if you, and I'm exploiting it. It is box of annoying decimals. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rice or the dice goblin. Right. So, what did you call him earlier? He's the dice goblin. You want to hear about? You want to hear about urine film? Yeah, it's dead. No. Wait. Kinda. Yes. No. I do. At the same we'll time, to... you won't let me have my hot take. Fuck you all. No, your no, your hot take will come when we go over. It's called um, your film. hot take is about your in film. So shut the fuck up, yeah. Ross. Go. All right. all right. So Shape of Water, best picture winner. It came out with it. Shape of Water came out with thirteen Oscar nominations, which is an incredible amount. Not That's the most sizable. though. I think it's still Titanic and no, it... La La Land that had the most. Yeah, this set, I think the most is like seventeen, but still thirteen is a lot. Yeah, no, it's it's a great amount it's impressive um and then shape so it won best picture um guillermo del toro got best director um alexandra alexander desplat got um original score which the score for this oh it's great it fits the tone perfectly it's all great i'm sorry for messing up your hum score at the beginning of the of the pod i'm never gonna forgive you for that you can do an outro for us and it got a best production design as well which the production design was incredible no no it was great and you want to hear the nominations it got yeah, go ahead, brother. Rattle them off. All right, it got sound editing, sound mixing, mm-hmm. film editing, wow. costume design, oh, cinematography, yeah. original screenplay, and then Octavia Spencer got a nomination for supporting actress. Um, Richard Jenkins got a nomination for supporting actor. And Sally Hawkins was robbed because she got nominated for best actress but did not win. Who won, won that ra- Who won that year? Uh, Frances McDormand won oh. for Three Billboards. Yep. Okay, it I have a have problem sa- with that because Should Three Billboards is a boring ass movie. Three Billboards, I cannot stand it's Three Billboards. Terrible. I think it's the it's only a bad one movie. The only it's, Oscar it's winning good. film I haven't seen from this year. Oh, it's crap, it's man! Don't watch it. Good. It's crap. It's not good. It's this okay. nihilistic piece of shit that, like, yeah. I mean, I mean Francis McDormand does the best with what she's given, but there are so many better Francis McDormand performances. Fucking Fargo. Fucking Fargo, and oh. well, she won for Fargo, I think. She I don't did, know, but Fargo's great. Yeah, Fargo's great. Um, and Sally Hawkins, dude. Dude, I know. She was so good. You could she feel was... her character movement. It's the best part where you can act without like saying a word. Yeah. Fantastic. She was it's incredible. Cool. Yeah. Also, another person who was robbed of a nomination this year, Michael Shannon. He was great. He was pretty he... good. He is just so physically imposing in this, and when you get there's a reason why he was Zod. Yeah. There's a yeah, reason yeah, why the, he because he plays good like these dark villains. complex characters. Yeah, like okay, setting aside my problems with Man of Steel, Shut up. I think <laughs> I think Michael Shannon does a really good job as Zod. I will say that at least, and Michael Shannon is just so good. He he just brings this really really intense 
feeling to the screen, and he is just so overpoweringly evil in this movie. If you need oh like God, a really so great good. example of Michael Shannon's acting ability, his part in Boardwalk Empire. He's great. I've not seen Boardwalk Empire. Great he's show. One of those, great he's show. One of those actors that just looks like it makes you feel uneasy just the way he looks and he and, that, he, and it's mm-hmm. just how he is he seizes like, upon that exactly he seizes upon that and takes such good advantage of it that he's yeah he he has a scene like that in knives out um you know the scene have you you've yeah. seen knives out right me of course is this the part where yeah. he corners anna de Moraris in her outside of her, in her apartment? apartment hallway yeah because he doesn't yeah. show that throughout the entire movie and it's fantastic it's a creepy guy yeah yeah oh it. no what but, is it if you guys have seen premium rush he's great in that film too dude if you haven't seen premium rush give it a watch like shout out like give premium rush a watch um you want to hear the other best picture nominees from this year please yes. do all right um so we got the post uh, we've got Fuck Call that Me movie. By... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck we, the post. We've got uh, Phantom Thread. Fuck that uh, movie. Oh, Phantom eh. Thread's fine. No, it's not. Uh, we have Darkest Hour. Um, this we have Dunkirk. Is our darkest hour. I won't lie. Like they will fight them on the beaches. Continue with the thing, though. I want to see what <laughs> other things I can tie the fuck off. Right in to um, Mrs. Miniver, by the way. But keep going. It does, um, and also so does Dunkirk. Which was also nominated for Best Picture. Uh-huh. Um, Lady Bird. Ladybird's fantastic. I love. I watched Lady Bird this week as well. That was the other Best Picture nominee that I watched. Fantastic. I was gonna. I was gonna watch some others, but then I got stuck. Watch, I was watching New Girl, and New Girl's just so much fun. It's so easy to binge. Oh, 100 percent. Um, <laughs> then there was um, Call Me by Your Name, mm-hmm. which at this point for me, mm. um, it's just a movie where I keep saying I'm gonna watch it, and, and you I never fully, do. I fully intend to, but I never. I Ross, still haven't. If you haven't watched it. it now, just watch it now. Like if you I'll say you were going to watch it, just watch it now. It's one of those movies where I keep. I, I remember it exists, and I'm like, oh, I need to watch that, and then I just never do. You should watch Not it because you get life. to watch. Watch it this weekend. You put you put your daughter to bed and watch it this weekend. I've already got a plan for what I'm watching this weekend. So Too bad. That's that. your new plan. Um, Timothy <laughs> Chalamet puts his dick in a peach. He does. I heard, yeah, I've heard no, about that. No, he, d- he he does more than that. Um, nope. And then there was the mo- a movie we've already mentioned, um, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Fucking mm-hmm. sucks. Gross. And then um, this is, I think, the biggest contender for sh- also was a worthy winner for Best Picture. Good time. Uh, no, it did not. Well, the, I, I love up. Good Time. I want to hear what he says. Uh, do you have any guesses other than Good Time? No, I want you to tell me now. Was it nominated? Hush, Caleb, hush. No, Good Time was not nominated. No, 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 but the one you're talking about. No, yes, these are all the Best Picture nominees. Oh, what, other, what else was nominated? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to come up with it. Go for oh, it. Get Out. Oh, duh. Yeah. No, Caleb, Get Out. No, that was the fucking film. No, it's no, called Get, get out. the Fuck Out. <laughs> no. Yeah, Get Out, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> I just got so confused. But no, I refuse... Get Out is a good movie. Get Out's no, great. No, it's a fantastic movie. It's very good. I don't um, know. And it's not best picture material for me. Oh, I love Get Out. I it, it Get Out, I think, ranks like maybe fourth or fifth on my 2017 ranked list. The Shape of Water is number one by a decent margin, yeah, but Get Out's then, in the top five. Oh, well, what's, what's two, three, and four? Uh, I know Blade Runner 2049's way up there. Logan's way up there. Uh, um, God, they that came got, out that year. Fuck. Yeah, um, a movie that got completely snubbed at the Oscars is up there with uh, Florida Project. 
Oh yeah, Florida Project. Okay, dude. I dude. I'm remembering 2017, and it's now this fucking golden year of fantastic movies. It was yes. a really good, really good. But year. you guys are forgetting about one of the best movies. I swear to God, you made. son of a bitch. Hot take. Here it you comes. God damn, son of a bitch. I know what you're about to fucking what say. What am I gonna say, Ross? Tell me what I'm gonna. You're gonna say. say King Arthur, Legend of the Fucking Sword. You <laughs> goddamn son of a bitch. Wait, that came out this year. <laughs> Like, yes, legitimately, like, legitimately, that came out this year? It did. Oh, well, now no, he's going to say it. No, Jesus. I'm not going to say that. No. Y'all are missing one of the best movies ever made that came out that year. Was it Baby Driver? Fuck yeah, it was Baby Driver. Mm. I do love Baby Driver. Baby, Driver, Baby was Driver was pure fucking sex on the screen. It was See, pure I love Baby Driver. Sexy. But, okay, I will say this, though. Watching Baby Driver now makes me feel a little bit icky because of the actors that are in yeah, it. Yeah, well, wait. Besides Kevin Spacey, who else is there? Ansel Elgort's also a creep. Wait, what did he do? Uh, Creepy thing. Yeah. I'll look it up later. But at the same Roger. time... Roger. Well, at the same time, you realize one thing. Kevin Spacey dies a horrible, tragic death. Who so, is? makes up for it. Yes. He's um, also John not Hammond. in a... He's not a big part of that movie. And uh, John Hamm and John Barenthal are awesome. Well, one John Barenthal's so only in it for ten minutes. Like, I'm literally excited for the sequel crossover time. with the Boss Baby franchise. Shut up, Boss Baby, Baby Driver. Driver. <laughs> Alec Baldwin, <laughs> <laughs> directed by Edgar Wright, who uh, has his new movie coming out. Let me have my Baby Driver. God damn it, I love Baby Driver. Baby Driver is very good. You can have um, Baby Driver. I mean, I oh think yeah, it's a good shout. All right. Um, so I think this year's also pretty cool because Jordan Peele got original screenplay mm-hmm. for uh, Get Out, which Green uh, Get Out, holy shit, so the good. screenplay is like the writing's amazing. The uh, yeah. I don't, it's not best picture material, but I, the writing, I mean, you can uh, have no gripes with that. Honestly, I think um, outside of Shape of Water, if I had to pick one other movie from 2017 to give best picture to, it would probably be Get Out for me. Mm. But I give the Florida Water, Project. Also, yeah, Florida Project, Honestly. I would also say, is in that category, too. Yeah. I feel bad for Florida Project because that movie, like... Super snubbed. Was, like, it's super snubbed. It's also, like, this perfect idea... Like, that ideology. This perfect telling of just society now. Yeah, it's a perfect... It's a really good portrayal of poverty, but it's told through these innocent lens of a five, six-year-old kid. Yeah. And it's shot super well, and, and Willem Dafoe. Has Willem Dafoe, Will, yeah. Okay, why Listen. does everyone give Willem Dafoe so much shit if if he's one of the greatest who, actors of our who time? Some shit. Who is giving? Do, uh, I need names, give Dylan. Dafoe shit. I need for what? names. I the Green Goblin. I think for the most part at that point. No, no such like, a such a small little role. I know, in but like it's the most worthy thing that they just shit on him for. You know what I'm saying? Willem Dafoe, fucking Platoon. Even the, the Green Spider-Man Goblin movies, was good. Lighthouse, I mean, Florida Project, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Even John Grand Wick. He Budapest. was great in John Wick for a short time yeah. in that movie. Yeah, the little bit of time he's in John Wick. The Van Gogh um, one that I watched. The Van Gogh movie, yeah. Like, fuck, man. Willem Dafoe is such a good actor. He's great. He's really he, And he should have won Best Supporting Actor this year over fucking Sam Rockwell and Three Billboards. Easy. God, Easy. why like, was that movie ever... I can understand oh. Sam Rockwell. I can understand it just because of what the character goes through in that movie. I can understand that. The entirety of that movie... That boom. That movie's boring as boom. shit. Uh, Florida Project was, like... Horribly snubbed. Over. Horribly yeah, snubbed. Like, it should have gotten at least. I think Florida Project should have come away with probably nine or ten nominations. And I think it only got. like You know what I love though? It's kind of ironic. So we have this telling in Florida Project, right? 
And then three years later, we jumped to Parasite. It's kind of the same thing. Just like, I know, like, the more I say it out loud, it's just like a more... Let me finish. Connect the dots message. for me, Dylan. Hold let on. Me, no, it's just about society. It's a societal look. It's we a live in a society. And like, yeah. and like, Parasite looks at like the gap between the, um, the um, the rich and the poor. Okay, yeah. Now, okay, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, so you see it now. Um, and yeah. it's just like with Florida Project, you just see it as like society both- through a, through the kids' eyes of an, in, a, in an adult's world. And, and, and juxtaposing Florida Project's impo- super impoverished, you know, setting with yeah. the fact that it's right next to fucking Disney World. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the yeah, perfect yeah. like idea of just like. People are going to have fun, and then you don't pay attention to the people next to Disney World. We are officially a film podcast. We've said the word juxtaposed twice this episode. We are going up. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Things we're going places. Um, so, do you X. want to hear some big? Do you want to do box office next, or let's do box office next? Yeah, rattle right. us off. All right, so top five. Take us home. In fifth place, a movie that Caleb and I saw in a theater, t- theater together. Oh my God, Jumanji. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, which is so much fun. Well, that movie's a lot of fun. I love Jumanji. Again, 2017 was like this big, heavy hitter for a lot of movies. Well, we've got a couple, we got a couple duds in the top five for the box office. Um, in fourth place, we have Despicable Me 3. <laughs> yep. uh, in third place, we have The Fate of the Furious. Okay, <laughs> let's be honest. We watch those movies just for shit love, that ever happens. No, I love the Fast and Furious movies. Dude, guys, they're so going to space fun. next. They're going to space. Oh, my God. Oh you have no idea how excited I am for that movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, second place, we have the live-action remake of The Beauty and the Beast. Okay, I have a problem with that movie in every single way. Yep. I have a problem with and that movie in, in every single way. first place, we have Dylan's favorite movie. Oh, no. I don't know which where this actually is, going. is legitimately one of which is legitimately one of my favorite movies, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. I oh no, oh boy. So if we want to, if you okay, hear me out. I'm going to publicize this now. Listen, if you want to hear my thoughts, if you want to hear Ross versus me about the new Star Wars trilogy, keep liking this shit, keep referencing yeah. this shit. We'll give you these episodes. We have plenty well, more because Ross and I will fight oh my. in this <laughs> theater right here, right now, and we will go the distance and probably end a friendship. Banner this but, fucking shit. No, oh, we're not no. we will. We will end a friendship. <laughs> no, no friendships we, can be ended over BPP. We don't know this yet. Don't Dylan, let the people I, Dylan and I talking about Star Wars is going to be like fucking Mayweather versus Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to fucking go at it because I The Last Jedi is absolutely incredible. It's okay, so, so we ag- good. Here's the thing. We agree on that. If you want to hear the entire trilogy as a whole, then it's, keep going. We won't It's no, the, hop, 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 it's the Ross, Rise of Skywalker's Ross, fault. Ross, 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 yes, Ross. Yes, yes, Do not yes, give them yes. spoilers. We will save this for that episode. Shut the fuck up. We save it for the episode. Last Jedi topped the box office. Fuck it. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> The fact. people have spoken. That's fact. All right. Um, fun fact. This is... So, uh, excluding 2020, because 2020 was a fucked year. Um, this is the only year since 2011 where a Marvel movie did not make the top five in the box office. Jeez. Spider-Man Homecoming placed sixth, <laughs> but missed out on top five. 
It's happy that three billboards think they were near that. Oh, no, yeah, three billboards. Not a cash cow movie. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, So, other big releases for the year. Um, Obviously, we've already talked about Florida Project and Good Time, but we have John Wick Chapter 2, which is so much fun. So fun. Which is the best John Wick movie. The best John Wick movie. I say one's the best John Wick movie. I'm totally fine with someone saying one is the best one as we long as one We can talk about this on another episode. Where we <laughs> another can... spinoff. We Dude, can we have Star goals. Wars John We Wick. can just talk about this. We can just keep have, going for years. We have my personal favorite Marvel movie, Thor Ragnarok, directed by my best friend Taika Waititi. You have a lot of best friends. I so. thought Spike Lee was your best friend. I don't know. Spike Lee might be a little jealous. T- I can have two. I can have two best friends. No, you can't. Um, Pick one. We had, excuse me. We had uh, Wonder Woman, which, yeah, that's good. It's a good movie. Let's not talk about 84. Continue. Yeah. Well, yeah, 84. 1984 sucked, but Wonder Woman itself is good. Don't get me started um, with 84. We've already mentioned Logan. We've already mentioned Florida Project. We've already mentioned Good Time. We've already mentioned Baby Driver. We've already brought up a lot of movies. Because yeah, 17 was such a, a great film yeah, year. And then I've got three more for you. We've got um, the best foreign language film winner from this year, A Fantastic Woman, which is super good. Um, if you have not seen that, I highly recommend A Fantastic Woman. It is absolutely incredible. Um, we have Bong Joon-ho released a movie this year, Okja. Ah, yes. Yep. Another I very wish. good sort of monsterish. Like, it, it Which, could have been. Yeah, it, it's kind of like, it's lower. I mean, Okja, I would say, is lower tier Bong, but also lower tier Bong is still, like, better than the best movie from most directors. Like, Bong Joon-ho has not made a bad movie ever in his life. Yet. Low-tier Bong. Yet. Hey, shut the fuck up, Dylan. Hey, man, I'm being a realistic son of a bitch, so shut the fuck up. Um, and last but not least, um, a movie that is super near and dear to my heart, Logan Lucky. Oh, my God, Logan Lucky's mm-hmm. such a sexy Love. film. What a fucking Love dude. Logan Lucky. There's so many movies this year. There was mm-hmm. so many good movies this year. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. That's and Shape of nuts. Water. Shape of Water, man. I won't. I won't lie though. I will horribly forgive the fact that that man made Oceans uh, 12, Ele- 11, 12. 12, and thirteen. Well, no, he made all. I, th- I know he made all three, but twelve was the worst. Thirteen was a redemption. Eleven was the best. Oh, eleven. Oceans Eleven is one of my favorite movies ever made. It's so much I know, fun. I but like this, it. like Logan Lucky was a return to form for him, and I was like, thank Jesus. He's got um. He's got another uh, heist movie coming out this year too. Oh my Ooh, the god! Heists. Comes yes. out. It's gonna drop on HBO Max. <gasps> it's got Brendan Fraser in it. <gasps> oh my god! I'm for it. Hundred percent. I fund this. I fund this movie. Right, um, Did the best movie win? Thing. Yes. I think All right. So. so we're picking the yes, next movie, did. right? No, hold on one second. One second. No, no, Dylan. No, seriously. I have one more thing because this is a very, very important thing that happened in the film industry this year. The Weinstein story broke. Oh yes. Oh. Yeah. oh, thank God. That piece of shit. That, that piece of fucker. shit. Who came into fucking uh-huh. court on a walker, even though he was goddamn fucking fine. I don't give a shit what anyone else Harvey. has to say. This man deserves fucking oh, kneecap and everything. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I sexually Fuck. assaulted so many people. <laughs> You're a piece of he shit. Is, burning every he, hell. Yeah, he... Such a horrible, horrible human being. And seeing that piece of shit hobble around is gratifying because Feels he deserves good. every fucking misfortune that comes to him. Feels pretty good. Right, here we go. No! I get to roll my dice! I get to roll no. my magic dice! No. 55! Suck it! Uh, You're too late! Uh, I got 76. What's the average of that? 
76. Wait, we can't. Oh, yeah, we'll average That's it out. That's 131, 70. so it's going to be uh, 66 or 65 if we go higher or lower. Wait, hold on. Well, Dylan, Dylan, what did you roll? I rolled a 55. You rolled a 76, Seven. right? So it's going to be 131 two. divided by 2 <gasps> is either fi- 65. 55. 65. 65. Okay, 65 is, uh, well, we've already done 65, so do you want to go Shit. up or down? Let's do 66 then. 66. 66, Schindler's List, 1993. Oh, oh shit. No. no. We're going to be <laughs> depressed. We're uh, going to be Dylan's sad. Dylan's option was Gandhi, so count your blessing. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. Don't get me okay, started I'd on rather Gandhi. Watch, uh, get me started on Gandhi. We can't be doing all this averaging shit, you guys. It's one person rolls the fucking dice, and it's going to be me if you guys can't figure it out amongst yourselves no. like adults. Okay, Ross. Ross. Look at me. Look at me in my eyes. Look at okay, me well, on this what, webcam What's eyes. 76? Because if, if we it don't was, take Dylan's roll, what's 76? What's 55? 76 is Return of the King. No, we're saving Return of the King. We're not doing Return of the King. Yet. <laughs> Why can't we do Return of the King? Why it's Schindler's List, Return guys. We've already established Schindler's List. No, we've already you rolled that. So Why Ross has rolled twice. That? Dylan, Ross has rolled twice. He's gotten the Shape of Water and Return of the King. So I just want you to remember that next week when you bring when you start arguing again. Because <laughs> no, like, you rolled fucking Green Book. I've rolled everything else. And Gandhi. You rolled And Gandhi. Wait, I rolled Gandhi. Neat. And oh. Green Book. It, so it, we I are mean, taking, we're taking the average because you insist. We're going Return of the King. Insist. End of episode. Hit the pause on all the records. We're watching Return of the King next week. We're going to have a nerd out session. It's going to be great. Follow us on socials so we can do a, pa- a Paddington spinoff. Yes. Follow us on socials and sp- spread the show to your friends if you like the show. Um, and follow us on socials at Binge Picture on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. And if you like, if you um, have anything to say to us, send us an email at BingePicturePod at gmail.com. Catch us next week for... Schindler's List or Gandhi or Return of the King. No, 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 it's Schindler's know. List. We've had no, Return of the King. List. Return of the no, King. We're, we're watching Return Schindler's of the King. List. I want my we're Return watching of the Schindler's King. List and we're all going to be fucking miserable next week. No, okay? I don't want to be fucking miserable. <laughs> I'm already fucking miserable. I work in the oh my god, the industry. color red. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna watch Schindler's List and we are going to be fucking miserable next week. I hope you're happy, Dylan. I'm not. I'm really not. Have a great week, everybody. Okay, bye. I gotta pee. I gotta pee. Bye. Turn this thing off. Anyway.